This episode is brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now. You're driving, cleaning, and even exercising. But what if you could be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average, and auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Multitask right now. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Night racing is back at Richmond Raceway. This spring, top NASCAR drivers like Ryan Blaney, Chase Elliott, Bubba Wallace, Ross Chastain, and Virginia's own Denny Hamlin will battle under the bright lights. And this historic track also offers a rocking infield experience with unparalleled access to your favorite drivers and one of the best tailgate scenes around. For a weekend of friends, family, and amazing short track action, head to Richmond Raceway, March 29th through 31st. Get tickets now at richmondraceway.com. This episode is brought to you by Skinny Pop Popcorn. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Oh, so light and crunchy. Skinny Pop Original Popcorn is the snack you've been searching for. Made with just three simple ingredients, popcorn kernels, sunflower oil, and salt. Snacking never felt or tasted so good. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Give yourself permission to snack and pick up Skinny Pop Original Popcorn today. Rana here, reminding everyone that Naomi Ekperigan's fabulous special for Netflix is coming out December 29th. So mark your calendars, put it in iCal, put a reminder, do what you need to do. Friend of the show, an occasional frenemy of Brian. That's December 29th. The special is called The Stand-Ups. And Naomi does a fabulous half-hour set. Of course she does. What else would she do? Set your reminders now, and we'll be reminding you. Pardon me. So proud of her. Kiss, kiss. So I will record those. As Jean Dujardin would say, with pleasure. <laughs> that was the last line of um, The Artist. The only with line. With pleasure. With pleasure. I yeah. never saw The Artist. Okay, We Rana. can just start this week like that. Right, why don't we? Rana just told me she's never seen The Artist. The Jean well, I just Dujardin. told them too. Well, fine, but I, you told me. Well, I was telling you specifically, but they heard. With Jean Dujardin and Berenice Bernay, Bernay mm-hmm. or whatever her name is. Oh, and well, John don't, G- whatever you do, don't mispronounce anything because we got a litany from someone. Oh, that's talking right. Talking about what we mispronounced on Ronica. They were upset. I said EMA instead of Emez. I am quite shocked you said you did not say Hermes, honestly, Rana. I mean, because you know it so well. Well, yes, and I say EMS all the time, but I who ca- who who is he to correct me during Ronica? That is my You're question. Right. You're right. Was this Gojo, if, by the way? No, of course not. Okay. Gojo won't stop DMing me pictures of Emil's gyms. I saw that with the weights. Yeah, 
Yeah. So I don't know when Hermel's gym is coming to Boston, but I hope it's coming soon. Oh, it's or like do, an exhibit? Or do I have to go to Paris to see it? Paris. To go see it's the Hermes built a gym that's all orange. Well, you know, their color palette yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And oh, also, Gojo, thank you for the absolutely extraordinary Google Doc you put together. I think he thinks I'm smarter than I am, though, Ron. For Rome? Well, he sent, first of all, he sent it to you two months ago. I didn't even know that. But then he put it in a Google Doc like a week ago to make it easier for me. Because oh. this is what people need to understand. When they're doing me a favor, make, make it, it easy. easy. Make it easy. Yeah, make it easy. Just make yeah. it easy. Which is why say. Postmates is our new sponsor. Make it easy. Make it easy. Yeah. That's right. They better goddamn have it in Rome. What were you going to say about Jean Dujardin? Oh, nothing. Just that he ends. The only line in that movie is at the end. And he goes, with pleasure. And also just, I hope he's still working a lot in France because that was one legit sexy dude. Oh, I think he must be working in France. I'm sure he is all the time. He's so sexy. I wouldn't know. I didn't see the artist. I can't believe it, Rana. I got to tell, this is what I will tell you about the artist. It's not like it was- so. It's not like it was one of my favorite (laughs) movies ever, but it was really cool- Seeing a silent movie in a theater, packed, because everyone's ah, just quiet. And I then, did, but, that was a wonderful. But experience. when the jokes happen, you're laughing, even though nothing. It's just it's it was really bizarre. It was fun. Except I don't enjoy silent disco. I'm not in. That would never be me. Well, Rana, this wasn't a silent disco. But the same, you know, people. She, if you can't, so you're lucky if you have the video version because Rana was just a silent movie marionette doll. <laughs> she was doing, she was doing a lonely goat herd impression. <laughs> I just that was my Fritz Lang impersonation. That's I right. Should have, I should have been a Fritz Lang leading lady. You could. How fabulous is that woman in Metropolis? How expre- for real? How expressionist are my eyeballs? That's the question we have they to ask really ourselves. Good. I love every single thing that happened. By the way, I did see a movie that is on my top 10 list of maybe movies ever this week. What was it? The Power of the Dog. Oh, the new Jane Campion. It's unbelievable. Really? It is so- I'm looking forward to seeing that. It's a slow pace. Yeah. But it's two hours, so it's not crazy. Well, I wouldn't expect a, a fast pace from Jane Campion. The performances are so good and yeah. just luxuriate in every frame of how she shoots Montana. How is it's a yeah, stunning? She shoots, it's a well, stunning. She shoots of a movie. New Zealand for Montana. Did she shoot in New Zealand? Of course, yeah. Okay. I mean, I know she's from there, but I didn't know. Uh, this movie is gorgeous and also haunting. How's Benedict Cumberbatch? This is what because I'm going to say. Because he's a little bit, I feel that he's a little bit of a classy choice for whatever this character is. I would say I believed him 70% well, of the time. It, shall I say. I would say I believed him 70% of the time. It's very much, he's doing a Daniel Day-Lewis, There Will Be Blood, who, by the way, I also didn't fully believe in that role because it was just too crazy. Mm. But... I enjoyed Benedict Cumberbatch's performance very much. And the movie is just unlike anything I've ever seen. You're really putting it in your top 10 favorite films. I'll tell you this. Not just of the year. I'll tell you, definitely of the year, but maybe I'll tell you this. I watched it on at home in the carriage mm-hmm. house. Mm-hmm. And the next day I went to the theater to see it. Because- Wow. I was just like, I want the magnitude of this movie. And I just, it's one of those movies you watch all the way through and you're like, 
oh, I want to rewatch it to get every detail yeah. of this, to see how exactly she put this together to get to where we got. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It's very good. And that's it about John Dujardin, nothing else? <laughs> I've talked about foreign movies for long enough, Ronna. I, I can't. No. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, if you win the Oscar and that's it, you failed. I have two things I want to say. Go ahead, Number go ahead. one is yeah. five stars, five stars only. Are we still at a 4-9? You know, whoever took us to a 4-9, I, I want- You should be. I want someone to dox them, and I want to know their home address, because I'm going to go right over there and knock st- on their door and them. ask them what they were expecting Yep. and what they got. That's right. And then I'm going to start rating. I'm going to find out what they do, and I'm going to start rating all of it. Oh, I'll tell you this. Whatever they do, they've- it's uh, nothing. They have, Nothing, and they absolutely have invited Omicron into their house, without a doubt. Omicron, yeah. Whatever. I say Omicron. There isn't a person that says I'm it correctly. Because it's it's too I, I want to say Omnicon, Omnicron. I want to call Omicron. it Omicron. That's what I want to call it. So Omicron. it is it's Omicron. I believe it is. Omicron. No, I think you're right. Okay. Could, you know what? Why are we discussing it? Our friend who wrote in is going to tell us exactly how to pronounce it. So I hope he's penning. I hope he's furiously tip-tapping on his phone right now to correct us. So please, please. I'm so scared my trip to Rome's going to get canceled, Rana. I'm so scared. I think you're going to be okay. I hope so. Yeah, but don't You worry. have good we'll, travel insurance, right? If, you're, if it gets canceled, we'll just record 900 more episodes of the podcast, and it'll be just like going on vacation. <laughs> How does that sound? Terrific. Terrific. I guess there are worse places to get stuck if they change the rules while I'll send some ragu spaghetti sauce over to your house. You know, that's the problem over there. They don't have stuff like that. Ragu? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You know that I I eat Rayo's um, marinara sauce with a spoon out of the jar over my sink, right? Cold. I did not. And is it sensitive formula or regular formula that you're eating? Oh, I don't know. Do they have a sensitive marinara sauce? Yeah, for people that are gluten-free or this or that. I yeah. didn't know that. No, yeah. it's a re- just the regular. Just the yeah. I love my regular. Do you put it on vegetables or anything like no, that? No, I literally eat it with a spoon out of the jar. I don't even heat it up. Cold pizza sauce. Yeah, because I mean, also like, you know, I'm on a limited time and, you know, that sort of thing. Oh, is it giving you the energy you need to get through the day? <laughs> no, Rana, but Packed I don't have protein. time. I Packed don't have protein and nightshades. <laughs> tomatoes and bread isn't that there has toma- to be just nightshade juice. That's all you're drinking while you stand over you. Over you know you it better than V8, probably. Probably just about the same. Probably just about the same. Actually, no, V8 Rana. has other vegetables in it, not That's just true. tomatoes. <laughs> Here's I, what I want to say. In the carriage house at the moment, yeah. I haven't talked about the carriage house, the Patreon carriage house in a while. Yeah. Well, it's very exclusive over there, and we kind of try to keep it to ourselves a little bit. It, it is very secret. exclusive. It's very intimate, I have to say. It is very and intimate. The level of discourse and the level of interaction that's going on right now is at an all-time high. Regarding which? People are writing exciting questions. People are following up with those questions. Yeah. People are posting their opinions on those questions. We don't know if Kate Steinberg's going to gonna do a coup. We don't know that yet. Debates. Ajant wrote to me. He said he agrees he's too unstable for leadership. 
Did Gojo write you back? <laughs> no. I, Did he I, comment on it or he just knew? He implicitly I'm just knew. saying there is so much going on. So if you're looking for a little bit of fun and you want to get into it with other Ask Rana fans, the Carriage House is the place to be. That's the place. Because even I am impressed by the level of direct communication that we're getting from from our fans and direct feedback. And I'm really enjoying That's it. That's everything, though. That's it's what you smart, want it's in sassy, a Patreon. It's opinionated. That's right. But it's respectful at the same time. For sure. It's fun. They, it's fun. By the way, because it's also a really smart group of people who have strong opinions on things, which I love. Yeah. So it's been a lot of fun. I wanted okay. to call the carriage house La Perla because that's how intimate it is. La Perla. Oh, La Perla. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's read a couple of comments and then let's, you know. Rana, can this. I ask you a we question? We have a terrific guest today, by the way, who happens to be a dear friend of mine. I know. I can't wait to see him. Can I yeah. ask you a question? I hope so. It's only a little gross. Not chart level. Just a little different. Uh, people couldn't get over that. People could not get over that. I well, mean, Rana, Ma- because of the way you and said Michaela it. And Michaela and I knew, and you didn't know. And they, I mean, you know. You all, I have to say, I'm going to say, you always know <laughs> over the bowl, over the bowl. Stephanie texted me that. She kept texting me that. She was <laughs> laughing out loud. Well, <laughs> Stephanie's probably been over the bowl. <laughs> no doubt about it. <laughs> Based on her cake dessert choices. Her sandy cakes. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that what you said it was, Sandy? (laughs) I said it was a sandy mixture. Sandy mixture. Sandy cakes, not Susie cakes, yeah. Um, Rana, do you say (laughs) intimates? Intimate. Underwear. Do you say intimate or intimate? Do you say intimates? (laughs) Yeah. Underwear. Yeah. Or panties. Or lingerie. Or lingerie. Jean Dujardin. (laughs) (laughs) I say underwear. Okay, cool. Yeah. I say underwear is fun to wear. My mom growing up, she always used to tell us, because you know, she grew up in a house with only girls. She used to tell us when we were young, if it was cold outside, she'd go, boys, go get your shawls. She'd say that. And, and, and then she was mad at you when you were gay. And exactly, because she would also say, "Come on, when we were little, like, come on, put on your panties. We got to run. That's what she would say. <laughs> and we would be like, underwear. That's very funny. Yeah, so. All right. We have a few comments here. We do, we do. Mm-hmm. You ready for them, Rana? Yeah. Here we go. J-K-H-L-M-N-N. These two are the Best, all caps. I've just discovered this dynamic duo, and I couldn't be more infatuated. Rana is delightful and insightful. I love listening to Brian's quick wit. As much as I wish I had discovered... Do you think that Oscar Wilde would be offended that someone said I had wit after I talk about panties and shorts? No. Oh, okay, good. As much as I wish... He was a real... You know, he liked to... He Get liked dirty. To, yeah, he liked to roll around in the gutter. He did. Yeah. As much as I wish I discovered this earlier, I'm happy to have many episodes ahead. Emmy won one. I'm over the bowl. Now that I know <laughs> R&B's thoughts on loud versus soft sneezers, I couldn't be more delighted. And Evie- Though we did have that letter from a reformed loud reformed, sneezer. Reformed. First yeah. reformed. And then, pardon me, we also got a comment from someone in, on Instagram. 
who is a voice coach of some kind or a speech pathologist who said loud sneezing is completely unnecessary. The reason people loud sneeze is because they incorporate a vocal sound when they sneeze and that, that it's not necessary. That it can Bonnie, be unlearned. I think you and I had it correct. I think people do it for attention sometimes. Of course. Yeah. My father was the loudest sneezer there ever was. Yep. Yeah. And he even used to sometimes incorporate a heart attack uh, motion into it. My God. So, so that he would have the sneeze and then he would back up three or four steps. I know what ah, you're talking about. Ah, ah, to catch like he himself. was going to faint or yeah. something. Yeah. We have one more comment here from EVH, five stars only. By the way, I do want to say all these people did leave five stars. So thank you. Thank you for your gorgeous podcast, excuse me. I'm a therapist and people come into my office every day and tell me about the horrible and traumatic things that have happened to them. Sometimes at the end of the day, I get very close to tearing up, but then I get into my car and put on your podcast and I feel happy again. Hmm. I tend to be very passionate about your podcast and often add my commentary and advice out loud along with you when I'm listening. If you ever decide to have a non-famous but qualified guest one day, I would love to be considered. Of course, I'd be happy to provide my resume and tell you all about my professional qualifications. In any event, I can't wait for your new Hulu mystery show. Mrs. Glickman and Lady Brian. That's the one. This person is automatically disqualified. I knew, I, by the way, the problem is, I would have said, send me your resume. Rana, just because you said that, is absolutely not interested. She doesn't like people who are craven. She doesn't. <laughs> it's not just that. It's that they said to us over over Apple, if you'd like me to send my resume, how do we know who you are? Yeah. The only way we can communicate with you is through the podcast. That's true. There's no way to write back to a comment on Apple. And if that person isn't with it enough to know that. This is what I want to say. Just because you compliment us doesn't mean you're out of the woods. Well, everyone knows that. Yeah. They do. Everyone now, does. I say this all the time, and I mean it. Yeah. And I mean it today, and I mean it every episode. If you write Good to us, yeah. you have asked us to respond to your query. You have signed the release. You have said, let me have it. That's true. And you don't know which way that's going to break. Oh, I, that's going to break in your favor, or it doesn't. I don't know. But There's you at have least one letter to today. There's at least one letter today that I think we're going to let them have it a little bit, but we'll see. Oh, I hope so. I'm going to let them have it move, move. Remember, if you review us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get them, it really helps the show. So just please do it. It really does help the show. Oh, yeah. No, it's one of the one of the surefire some things kind that of joke. helps us grow. Yeah. If you love the show, go. And also, you can rate it 900 million times. Don't say exactly. I did it once. Yeah, you don't even have to write a review. Just click the five stars. Exactly. It's the easiest thing you in the world. You know what? I can't believe I didn't ask for this before. Get in there and fix my rating. Five, 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 five. Just keep eating five until Absolutely. I go up to five. Absolutely. Because four, nine, what am I, an Uber driver on four, nine? You're right. What did I forget? Mints in the backseat? Yeah, come on. Give it a rest. Yeah, give it a rest. Yeah. We're not lifesavers. We're, you know, mints. We're lifesavers, pep, spearmint, which if you crunch them in the moonlight, they glow in the dark. Is that the kind Lisa Barlow stole from Jen Shaw in the van? I bet, but I don't know anything about that. Okay, fair enough. Let's get to our fabulous guest. So they, wait a second. Are you telling me Lisa Barlow said, well, I know Jen Shaw is a thief because she stole my lifesavers? The other way around. So Jen Shaw, when she was removed from the van, I got to yes. say that episode was riveting. No, I can't wait. 
But when you know, she was very busy. Removed from the van, Jen, le- or when she left the van, Jen left her snacks on the like pass van for the trip they were going to take to Vail. And so, like, after they find out what's going on with Jen and they read the headline, Lisa picks up Jen's snacks and it's like, I wonder what she has in here. And she then she gets, um, the lifesaver spearmint. She goes, Oh, I don't mind these, and just opens them. And Heather's like, Are we actually doing this right now? And Lisa was like, Yeah. So I'm sad. <laughs> that sounds like Lisa Barlow to me. Yeah, she's a, she's a terrible person for sure. So and I can't get over. There was a clip of her online. Literally, she's just saying three words, and I can't get over how obnoxious. But also, I just can't stop watching it. She's looking at a camera, and she goes, "Hi, beauty, gorgeous." I can't get enough of it. And she says it over and over. It's a it's a meme. Yes. Hi, yeah. beauty, gorgeous. I love uh, her. She's outrageous. Uh, yeah. What about when she has a meeting at the office and orders big gulps for everybody? That's how generous she is. And she says that her favorite meal is Del Taco. Yeah. But that's we have Lake, a guest you know? today whose favorite guest isn't Del Taco. I don't of meal. I don't think no. we're gonna find out. I just decided this whole episode sponsored by Postmates. So when he comes, I'm going to ask him what his favorite thing to Postmate is. I think he'll appreciate that. How does that sound? Let's do this it. guy is beyond like a real talent. actor. Yeah. yeah, I mean the fact that he had two minutes for us is Come an on. absolute miracle. Yeah, he's on like major things. And people, well, we should say this to his face, but people loved him on Ozark. Did they love him on Ozark? Couldn't get enough. Yeah. Couldn't get without enough. further ado. Jason Butler Hanna. Love it. Tacos. Yeah. Chinese food. Yes. Pizza. Love it. Dim sum. How many more foods can you name, Rana? That was all I could think of. Let's see. <laughs> Pasta. Yeah. Indian food. Indian. Delicious. Delicious. Sushi. Of course, sushi. Yeah. Mediterranean, Lebanese. Well, okay. Israeli, too. Israeli Syrian too. Yeah, it's Syrian. There's always yeah. a fight about who started that. But yeah. Well, yeah, that's you know a snake eating its own tail for sure. But I'll tell you what, none of them started. Tell me wrong. Is postmates, which I use probably three times a week. By the way, minimum. Minimum. There isn't a night I don't see someone coming to the carriage house to bring you uh, something delicious from our local restaurants in our well, local area. Well, I get area. that local place has that delicious kale Caesar salad, but then the other place has the really thick-cut yep. doughy cookies, so I do both. My God, you're eating cookies in there? And you haven't- Well, yeah, but the, with the kale salad. And you salad. haven't invited me in in my pajamas? What's going on? Because I'm a little bit ashamed of how many times I'm ordering from them. I'm not even kidding. I order from them all the time. But it's so easy. That's mm-hmm. the whole thing with Postmates. I don't Postmates sells itself. I don't have to tell people about it's Postmates. It's so true. It just is the easiest thing in the world with every fabulous restaurant you'd ever want straight to your house, including Walgreens and 7-Eleven, Rana. And all you have to say is Postmates, and people know exactly what you're talking about. But what they don't know yes. is they are giving for a limited time our listeners. I don't even know what they're doing because this is an inc- I have I could have started this advertisement by saying this is the best offer I've seen in a while. It's a pretty good one for sure. For a limited time, Postmates is giving just our listeners, pardon me, a little something. New customers will get $20 off their first order of $30 or more. My God. When you use the code Rana. You gotta, now that's quick math. Do the quick math on that. 
Yeah, that means your $30 order will only be 10 bucks. Rana is the code. That's code Rana to get $20 off your first order of $30 or more. Just download the Postmates app or sign up online. It's super easy. The offer, of course, is subject to change. Taxes, fees, applies. It's valid for 30 days after you add the promo code to your account. So uh, promo code Rana. I have no idea what you're waiting for. Uh, Brian. Rana. Yeah. I'm telling you, we're at the end of the year. And you know how my mind's always racing about I like, do. when's Rana going to pay me back? And, you know, how many bath bombs am I going to get for the holidays this year? And, you know, yeah. what I, mean? I constantly just that hamster's constantly running. Yeah. I know you're on that bath bomb wheel. I am. And by the way, there was a Judge Judy recently where a parrot. Uh, started attacking someone's face. And I thought, if my bird ever does that, I mean, you know, the bird's in full effect in the last quarter of the, the year. The bird is on your shoulder in the last quarter of the year. There's no question about it. No question. Not to mention, with the stresses of this last year, it's more important than ever to practice living healthier and happier lives, especially when you have thoughts like mine running in endless circles in your head. So what if a few minutes was all it took to change your relationship with stress and anxiety, transforming your life for the better? That's the power of meditation with Headspace. And Rana, I'm not just talking about Headspace. I'm a user. I know you are, which I think is incredibly impressive. A, that the app exists, and B, that you're using it and finding great success with it. They, you can choose how many minutes you want to meditate that day, and you can even choose the category. Like Some are like, getting over a breakup. Some are just dealing with daily anxiety. I mean, they get yeah. very specific. It's it's really, really nice. And you just feel so much better after a few minutes of doing it because you've really taken that time out for yourself to just calm down. Because Rana, I got to mention to you, yeah. our thoughts can be confusing enough. I mean, my thoughts are very confusing. One yeah. day, you know, I'm a vegetarian. The next day I am paleo, you know? Sure. One day it's oat milk. One day it's cream. Exactly. Yep. Our thoughts can be confusing enough. Meditation doesn't have to be. Because I do feel like people are scared of meditation, and it really isn't scary. You just have to do it. And Headspace is such an easy, accessible, so simple, calming. Yes. And you see real results. You really I mean, you do. absolutely do. Headspace yeah. is your convenient dose of meditation, mindfulness, and sleep exercises. I forgot to mention the sleep exercises, but yeah. I have those too. To relieve stress and anxiety and help you get a good night's sleep all in one app making it easy to catch your breath and make time for your mental health. And Rana, I think where you're going with it is that it's science-backed. That's exactly right. Everything is research-based and science-backed. Yes, mean, it what works. What if you could wake up happier, get your mind ready for the day, and also go to bed happier? Using Headspace for just two weeks can reduce your stress by 14%. That's I intense. love the yeah. stuff. I mean, that's something. Honest honest to goodness. You know, I had an exclusive guest recently. And if you don't think that I spent a few minutes every morning. A few extra. A few extra. I gave myself a few extra. (laughs) We've got to get you guest on Headspace. If she could manage her anxiety, she wouldn't have to share it with you. That is so true. Yeah. I'm sure people are skeptical. Don't be. It really does work. So please give it a Try. Find some Headspace at headspace.com slash askrana and get one month free off the entire meditation library. Wonderful. It's a huge library too. Yeah. This is the best Headspace offer available. So go to headspace.com slash askrana today. 
headspace.com slash askrana. Ah, did you hear that? I love that sound, Rana. I absolutely love that sound. That is the new Shopify cha-ching. Love it. Every time I hear that sound, I get so excited because not only do I know that I'm supporting entrepreneurs and Mm. all the fabulous small businesses that use Shopify. Totally. I know that I'm Mm -hmm. going going to be communicated with in such a way that makes me so happy to be a customer. Yeah. That is truly what I love about Shopify. No kidding. They keep track of it every step of the way. Rana, and we're familiar with Shopify even beyond that. Pardon me. Yeah. We use Shopify for our coffee. We certainly do. So our customers absolutely know what it means to get a perfect customer service experience in terms of here's the minute you bought it. Here's the minute the package went out. Here's right. where it is, et cetera, et cetera. It's all there and it's so easy. Transactions are so much easier for the, from the consumer side when you're buying something on shop. I mean, I am always, I breathe a sigh of relief when I know I'm buying something on shop because all my information's already in there. It's so easy. Just a one-click pony. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big business. Okay, so upstarts, startups, established businesses, whatever, can sell everything from everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. That's why, as an entrepreneur myself, Brian. Sure, yes, you are, I know you can relate because you're also an entrepreneur. Well, I'm also one, so yeah. I can't recommend Shopify enough for your business. If you're thinking about getting your business online, getting everything organized, giving your customers an incredible start to finish customer service experience, seamless, I'm telling you, Shopify is 100% the service for you. Shopify powers over 1.7 million businesses, pardon me. I wish I had stock in that company. Come on. From first sale to full scale, as they like to say. Cute. And they do all kinds of integrations with apps, so you can shop through Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, you name it. All the hits. They give you all the insights. I'm on uh, Shopify every minute checking out the coffee sales. I can see who bought. I can see where my favorite thing is. You can see where in the country, who's visiting your store. Oh, somebody in South Dakota is thinking about buying the coffee. Amazing. So go to shopify.com slash askrana. That's all lowercase for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. For instance, let's say Showstopper Cookies was looking to get on Shopify. Ah, This would be the moment. Yep. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash askrana right now. I, I'm just going to get right into it here. Okay. I guess today. Oh, my God. It's like the real deal. First of all, well, I don't know what business he is looking so handsome of his own. Yeah, I'm not mad. I'm, I mean, I am. I'm not mad about it, but then I'm also mad. I've seen him in person and he never looked this good to me. No. Right? Yeah, I, that's what I'm going to say. I've been in full Nick Nolte mugshot for a year and a half. So I cut off my hair and gave myself a trim. You look, you look so handsome. You look, you look like Kevin Thanks, Klein after the makeover in Soap Dish. You lo- wow. Yeah. Take you look, that, Billy Eichner. That's you right. look about twelve you look about twelve and a half years old. That's the Thanks. other thing. 
This is 50. like a little boy with your cute little groomed hair product. I want Thanks. to know what kind of grooming. Yeah, your product hair you're looks using. amazing. I'm not you guys, I have a good head of hair. I, I I believe in. I'm I uh I, I have a whole regime. I like Fat Boy. You guys use that? I want nope. these are products that Ron and he's no great. What do I, I love this is my jam. So please go through it. Oh no, please! But if that, you have ninety eight steps of some kind of routine, no, 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 I don't. I just know think, about it. No, no, it it depends on how much money I'm making at the time. Oh, I <laughs> saw the <laughs> wait. I saw the funniest tweet. Someone what? tweeted, "You find out that your boyfriend has been kidnapped. Your fiance has been kidnapped." Okay. And you go to the police station and you're trying to find them and the hunt is on, something like that. When you get back to the hotel, do you still do your skincare routine? That was the question. <laughs> That's amazing. I thought that was very funny. And the answer was yes. Yes. For me. For me too. No question. I got yeah. nothing but time on my hands waiting that is an amazing question, though. for the FBI to call. Yeah, I, saw- I wish I could remember who said it. It was very funny. That's Wait, funny. I saw last night I saw a series of dad jokes on facebook from friends of mine what how do you uh, how do you keep your bagel what how do you keep your bag my bagel didn't get oh shoot how do you keep your bagel from getting stolen um you eat it you cover it in locks How about this? I love I brought, it. How about, and, then, and then a guy who's a goy, he, a guy, he's, a, my friend who's a goy, he wrote, uh, I, I brought a German cake, but I wanted to bring a German cake, but uh, it was gone. Apparently it was stolen. Have you ever had stolen? Yeah. Not only had, have I had stolen, I yeah. fucking love it. Do so, you? Do you? What do you like about stolen? The one from Zingerman's I like. I don't like all stolen. Uh-huh. But I don't like it all has, stolen either. It has stolen my heart because the way they do it there is buttery and layered, and the fruits are soaked in brandy, and you, you and it has a gorgeous icing on top. And huh, I'm, I'm like calling stolen. Paul Hollywood right now and be like, "Hey, next season on Great British Bake Off, they we, make a they, stolen. Oh, they already did it okay. in the holiday. They have a holiday series out right now, and they they make a stolen in it. Yeah, I thought stolen was very dry." Generally, I, it, that was my experience. It is no, it is. It is like a dry-ish bread, but that's why that's why people sometimes make French toast with it and stuff. But you just toast it with a little bit of butter, and it's unbelievable. Well, Stolen and would, panettone are in the same family. Too. But right. panettone's a little fluffier. But yeah, it's the same family. But I will that's say that's what sh- they made. They made a panettone on Great British. First of all, on that holiday, Great British Bake Off. No offense to any of them. Oh, they didn't. But make that a was stolen. the most. Right. That was the most random group. <laughs> Who it was were very those? random? Who, that one guy who's like kind of hot and yeah. but like bad. Jamie. Yeah. Jamie. <laughs> I yeah. was like, I was with Mickey. And I was like, also, it's Why? weird that they that, that they made a Christmas pudding at the end, but the only restriction was they had to make it in the microwave. Wasn't I that agree. it? Okay, that you know what? Odd. I'm getting okay. bored to death. Here's <laughs> <laughs> if you guys want to go have some kind of a convention, we're going to have a hair. Product I can't say what kind lunch. because I'll get canceled off my own show if I say mm. what kind of convention mm-hmm. that you're having. A but fruit the, convention, Rana. Mm-hmm. A dried brandy soaked fruit convention is what I was going to say. Okay, okay. <laughs> a holiday fruit. A holiday fruit. We've totally gl- glossed over the fact that Jason Butlahana is sitting in front of a happy Hanukkah balloon. We have. Because he's been celebrating his anniversary. <gasps> Yeah. To his husband, who is none other than Carriage House Whack Pack member Mickey Rapkin. Mickey Rapkin. Who has been on the show. 
Of course. We had this him talk why- about Hollywood Wives with us. Why do you think I'm in the guest room as opposed to the living room? I wanted to have a different look for you. <laughs> we didn't want Fair people enough. to get bored here. That Hanukkah balloon's really lasting. It's got a lot of helium in it, I suppose. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I went to Albertsons this morning and you I went said- and got Was it 50% off? I made it. I was going to buy them. You know, mm-hmm. these are pricey at Albertsons. Yeah, they are. Those are nice balloons. Since they got the renovation, they really upped the price. Big and time. I said, hey, Hanukkah's over. And that was news to the person there, of course. And yeah, so I got yeah. I got both of these for five ninety nine, And then I, I got, came out to Mickey swinging them, and he appreciated the bargain. <laughs> don't tell Rana. Don't tell Rana. But I, um, Rana, don't listen. But I got her um, a gift card from there for a vanilla Visa $50 gift card. Oh, you can just use it like a credit card. Vanilla V's? What does this mean? And what is an Albertsons? Albertsons? It's a grocery it store. To, it's a grocery store. Oh. It not- used to be the kind of janky grocery <laughs> store of Los Angeles. By the way, yeah. Los Angeles is acting in for San Francisco this last week and a half. Is it but you know what? <laughs> Yes, Juana, but what I saw online is that at least the smog sort of cleared. Is that true? Ah, uh, it's kind of not. How can you when, tell? Yeah. If you, you can tell from the... Um, the dirt Marine layer. layer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you wearing black nail polish? I knew I didn't have time. I slammed, this is the dumbest thing. I slammed my fingers in the window, putting a skeleton on the roof for the Halloween kids, and Please. they got all purple. Wait, and then what? everybody was looking at them, and I recently was like, I'm going to do something. So I painted them blue. And now everyone's I'm going like, to tell you something right now. I'm going to tell you and something right I'm now, Jason. And then I'm going to tell both of you that I'm going home. Fine, no, but I'm going to tell right. Jason this right now. That excuse for why that happened to your fingers might fly here, but it's not going to fly at the fruit convention. It's People the- will see right through it. <laughs> it's the truth. It's, it's just two truth. fingers. My question is, why are you such a slow healer? Is there something going on with your circulation? No, they apparently it can take like a year or something to grow out. This is the first thing I. It's the first time I did an Instagram poll because it looked like there were flies. What was the in poll? The, Who won? I was like, what should I do? And then oh. people were like, paint them all to look like the bruises. Start a trend. And I was like, I can't do that. You need but to unfollow all those people. Here's the thing: get them to unfollow. I you like just, that look. I just did this three days ago. I'm not giving you the bird, but this one's already scratched. So clearly, I'm not up for this. I can't. I can't do that kind of maintenance. I have enough. Yeah. Ear hair things that I have. Well, to worry speaking about of now. which, give us your give us your hair routine, fat boy. Yes, what is fat? All it is is no. It, first of all, I have a great haircut. It, I just the only thing that I know is that I my hair as I've gotten older has gotten like kind of coarser, and so okay. I have to change it. You have to change up what you use. So there was a guy who, and also when you work on different sets, every hair person has like a friend who has a new line. That's true. Yeah. So I try, and I don't know why it's a given that when you go do a job. If it's going to be a big job, they give you hair products. And sometimes they're like not great. And sometimes they are great. So I had a hair product from this guy in New York. It's called Fat Boy. Okay. And they have a good one. And then sometimes I use the Malin and get sage cream. Not the not the gel. I can't do crispy because for years of being on sets, what happens is sometimes they over product, especially if you're like a guest star or a co-star, they over product. And I just turned into Darren from Bewitched without meaning to and i yeah. they're afraid of um you get messing it up yeah and then also then the other thing is you they also on men the makeup they just put so much on so you just look like you're in mannequin three and you yeah. go and you put the paper towel on and you are the shroud of david happens you know what i mean do you I what do. do you do the do you ever ask t- them for the shroud makeup? of turin turin sorry shroud, shroud of, of turin, turin. <laughs> right you're right sorry <laughs> 
Well, I'm not a good Christian. Says you wanna. Yeah. So that was it. Fat boy and Malin and gets sage grooming cream. You know, in a pinch. And then sometimes because Vidal. Vidal's Kevin Murphy, I also use that Murphy stuff, but that is an arm and a leg. I've really, in the pandemic, I didn't buy clothes or anything. I bought <laughs> random hair products. I think a lot that's, of people did. Yeah. That's the, we talk about it all the time. That's the lipstick index. Oh. When people don't want to spend a lot of money on something. And because the, they don't have a lot of money, but they want to feel that something is luxurious, they right. always buy a lipstick or a hair product or this or that. Yeah. Which is, you know, why all of our Ronica picks this year, almost all of them were under a hundred dollars, a hundred ish. A hundred. Do you think that's tangential to smoking? In that, like, I have some like it's obviously we know smoking is unhealthy, but do you think that it's like a it's like a this is my private moment, this thing that I have for myself, for sure. regardless of what money you have or don't have. And yes. I, really, I saw a guy smoking outside in LA, which was so strange the other day. And I was like, why is that guy, what is it? By the way, we're people in LA are breathing in the worst kinds of everything all day anyway. Smoking right. really is just an extension of that, which is too bad. But can we talk about Ozark? Yeah, can we, we can we talk uh, about Scandal? Can we talk about Ray Donovan? Can we talk oh, about wow. the theater? Only if we talk about all these things for two seconds. Okay. Because we have got to get to this advice. We do. We I do. just wanted everyone to know what an imp- what the, this is like an actual the, actor. This isn't well, someone- we were talking Everyone's about like, Jason who is before, that guy? <laughs> before, not for a minute. No, we, said, we like talked about that. you in the intro. Excuse me. We were talking mm. about Jason before he got here yeah. and mm. saying how people absolutely murdered themselves over you on Ozak. Couldn't There's get no enough. question. And that you're, I mean, you're the guy that people see in everything and they say, I love that guy. Yeah. That's nice. That makes me happy. Sorry, that my balloon, balloons. you should put the it's balloon just, back. It was giving you a nice light bounce. I was, that's what I need too. Uh, <laughs> you know, I have been lucky. I started in the theater and I love, I like. You started in DC up. theater, right? I'm from Virginia. Well, I'm from, from upstate New York, but I was raised in Virginia, so I started going to Arena Stage as a kid. Yeah, of course. And I did a season of the Shakespeare Theater in D.C. right after college. Wow. Right now where they're doing the new Britney Spears musical? Is you that there <laughs> they are? Wow. Um, Is it still anyway. Michael Kahn who runs that place? No, no, no he's gone. I think Thank he's- God. Is he really? He was horrible. Is he gone? You know, this is sorry, Ron. Okay, sorry, sorry. This is a public conversation. Okay, sorry. Two we're having right now. I just want you to know. Sorry. Anyway, so I like to change it up. And Ozark was a great. I've been dead for a couple seasons. I love. It's the hardest. The funniest thing about being that guy. But people find the show new all the time. That's what's great about Netflix. Oh, I get the. I get the tweets and the DMs. <laughs> Believe me, people hate I a lot bet. of people hate gay people still, and people still oh, alive and well. I didn't know television. you meant that kind. Yeah, yeah, and they hate. Uh, they don't like villains, and he's a good, complicated guy. But what it, fun! It, yeah, no it, it was great fun. I really had the best time, and I lived with um, Laura, Lenny, and I are friends, and so we got to live together while we were shooting. So that was like really, really, really. I want to know every one of her secrets, and then I want to know when she's coming on the podcast to, to dispute them, and if she's she- going to be in and just like that. <laughs> I know who dies, and I know what happens in season four that comes out in January. But I'm not well, gonna maybe you're going to get the DMs about that. <laughs> she, did you say Laura Lenny's in just like that? She's taking over the. Oh no, I was asking pod. if she might oh. be in. Oh, I wish. That yeah. she's taking over the Kim Cattrall pot. Right. Very similar types. <laughs> <laughs> Although, for holiday time, speaking of, uh, listen, I know this might be controversial. I like love, actually. I'm not going to be afraid of it. And well, I, 
and people really hate that movie, but I really love it. Who and hates lo- love? Who hates that movie? I wa- it's a people give me film. a hard time about it. And I watch it scratch. every year. Totally, I agree. Because and it's sentimental. It Who cares? And I it's have great. to say, I find the opening and the close of that film perfect. Yeah, it's, it's a great movie. I completely so understand that moment of being at the airport and what that, at least what that used to feel like when your yeah. loved ones would come find you and collect you at the airport. There's yeah. nothing more moving. That was also the first movie after 9-11, which dealt with airports and people getting together in a way, it, it was a shocking moment, as I recall, because I was oh, it's like- a terrific It's film. so good. Yeah. But Laura Linney's breasts in that movie and her yeah. sex appeal with that really sexy guy. Remember? Rodrigo Santoro. Oh, nice. That's the one. Also, I want to say, I think there needs to be a rewrite. Like, I think she needs to not answer that phone call from my darling. Her brother. Well, every, <laughs> I think she needs to brother, go be with Rodrigo. Everyone feels that way. That's the tragedy of it. Airplane mode. Okay. Can we please do our show now if you two were done? Can I yeah, do well, my I'm, show? Is yeah. that Would that be <laughs> too too much to ask of you two? Not at all, Ron. It's just enough to we ask. We have a 98-page letter here that You're we right. have to get to. Wow. And I'm already in a snit. So you two are going to have to answer first. So I'm going to read it. Whoa, you are? Wow. You want to read? All right, you read it. No, that's. <laughs> go ahead. I'm just Let's always go. surprised when Rana wants to read the long ones. Well, okay, then you read it. I don't need to read it. Go. I'm not reading anything okay, fine. anymore. <laughs> She's been talking <laughs> to oh, Steve no. too much and she needs full sentences. What, that's true. <laughs> who are you to say, suggest that Steve doesn't speak in full sentences? <laughs> Good point. Good point. You may not understand what she's saying, but I do. <laughs> I do okay. too, Rana. Steve, come yeah. on. She's magnificent. I she have is. to tell you. She's, she's absolutely a magnificent beautiful. beast. Incredible. She is. Mm. Yeah. She is. Okay. She's wonderful. Okay. Dear, no, excuse me. Hello, Rana eh. Bryant. Exactly. And wise <laughs> guest. In this case, Jason Butler Harner. Correct. Please don't use my name. Okay. I am having a dilemma regarding some very old friendships and could use some advice. Okay. I'm a female in my late 40s and have a- Oh. Gr- what? What? Uh, okay. No. Go Are you on. disgusted, Rana? <laughs> she's, no, but- She's very upset. I'll be, I'll be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I was skimming these letters early. Rana, to I'll be honest with you. What the I content was, too, was going to be. I am also and, surprised. And I only read the PS. I read. I skimmed this and I read the PS and I thought, ba 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 ba. PS. Oh now, boy. Now this I want to know. Doozy. I am also surprised. Well, you're about to know. But when I read the PS, I thought this letter was from someone who was 22 and a half. So I did too. Let's go. Okay. Now I'm now I'm engaged. Me too. That's why I sort of tried to emphasize that. <laughs> I am a female mm. in my late 40s and have mm. a group of old friends I have known since high school. They are the kind of great friends that mean late nights of laughing, hugging, and vows of forever sisterhood when we get together. Mm. However, despite this being true- I'm always suspicious of sisterhood. I will say that. Well, it's also to keep talking about forever sisterhood like 30 years after you met. Yeah, you know, like yeah. It seems like it's working. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Total non sequitur. Uh, Huma Abedin had a had her book come out. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know she wrote a book. N- nor did I. Maybe it came out a while ago. I saw mm. that Chelsea Devantes was posting about it, who I love and who we have to have on. She's terrific. Does she talk about Weenie? 
she does a celebrity, uh, she does, she does a celebrity biography book club or whatever it is. Oh, that's fun. Uh, and she, in her Instagram does quotes from these things, but that Huma Abedin book looks like a dirt factory. And she had a quote about James Comey that was so damning. Oh, I she's mean, just like spilling it all. Oh, she let it all, let everybody know just what she thought. And it right. made me, I mean, it's, it looks good. It made me want to book a vacation. You know, Brian so Cox did the it. same thing with his book. He just spilt it all about what he thought about everybody. God bless them. All right, go on. Okay, here we go. Sisterhood, when we get together. Yes. However, despite this being true, I have ended up a bit on the outside over the years. Mm. When we graduated, I was the only one to head off to university while they all stayed in the area and spent that time bonding at parties, et cetera, and adding a few new members to the group. Canadian. We have a group group. (laughs) Why? This person's Canadian. They're not English. I'm just telling you that. Okay. Well, maybe not a university, but isn't that interesting? Anyway, mm, go on. We have a group chat thread that seems to be filled with pictures of activities that they all enjoy together that I was not invited to. Mm. I recognize that this is expected when new people are added that don't know me well, as my original friends did. And I try to tell myself it's no big deal, but it still stings a little. I was married when I was in my late 20s and invited them all to my wedding. None of them came to the wedding. Whoa. Or called. Uh, or sent a gift, or sent a card congratulating me on my big day. What a sisterhood. Leave the thread. Honest Why are you still God. on this thread? Honestly, Jason, <laughs> we need, you're on the right we track need, here. We need all the information. <laughs> okay, okay, you're right. Okay. You're right, Rhonda. There was one friend in particular that I would say is Mrs. Gener- Glickman. This is how we started. Was this what we started talking about? How I was a teacher? No, that was something else. Go oh, on. yeah, yeah. You're the teacher. Mm. There was one, I, I said you would teach social studies. There was one friend in particular that I would say is generally at the center of the friend circle and is the one I have always been closest to. Oh. I will call her Sarah. When I returned from my honeymoon and had no messages as to why everyone missed my big day, I called Sarah. I told her that it hurt my feelings that she wasn't there to see me in my dress and celebrate with me, to which she just acted annoyed that I was confronting her and said she ended up having to work late. Just quick, quick side note: that was twenty years ago. Yeah, it was. She's right. she married. She's in her late forties. Mar- married mm-hmm. in her late twenties, and this was, and she's in her late forties. Keep wow. going. Fast forward to last fall. First marriage had entered after thirteen years. I want to say that's still a success. And I had been dating a guy for three and a half years that had made some mistakes in our relationship and cheated in the beginning. We will call him Jake. I only saw my friends a few times a year, but I always called Sarah upset when the issues with my then boyfriend arose, which I now regret. They really didn't know him currently, but some of them knew him from parties in high school. He went back to high school for this guy. And they shared stories of his behavior from our early years. Almost three years ago, he got sober. And since then... Okay. There had been no evidence of cheating or otherwise bad behavior. Mm. Okay. I was happier with him than I had ever been in my entire life. He was supportive, fun, and kind. We ended up getting engaged. I wanted the wedding to be a very small do-over of the wedding. I wanted the wedding to be a very small and informal occasion, so I planned it two weeks out, which I felt was a short enough time to keep the expectation of how informal it would be while still giving me some time for planning. Well, okay, this is, I mean, this letter was written from an insane asylum. Everyone. 
<laughs> I don't understand. Can I just say, how come people don't ever I, really get the memo about brevity is the soul of wit in general, but also on not this, on this show? Okay, not on very this good. Show. Okay, everyone's because trying to be Cynthia. This woman, in fairness to her, she has something she needs to get off her chest, and it's been bothering her for twenty years. And for whatever reason, she has decided this is the place. So let's keep going here. But okay. I will also say, no matter what comes next. Don't give me two weeks notice for anything and then wonder why I can or cannot come and then judge my commitment to you based on the fact that I had a mammogram scheduled for six months ahead of time on the day you decided to get married two months in advance, two weeks in advance. Ring-a-ding-ding. Okay. Everyone invited lived in the area. I sent a message on our friend group chat informing everyone that I was engaged and giving them the details. Lunatic. Mm. <laughs> I got one thumbs up emoji back. Oof. That's it. After a few days, Sarah called me. One of the new members of our friend group had heard something about Jake, so she sent an email to all members of our group but me. Apparently, Sarah was designated to discuss it with me. This bothered mm. me because the information she had heard was very sensitive and potentially damaging. This sounds like Stephen King's carry to me, but go on. To send it out to multiple people without taking it to me directly felt like a big gossip fest and very unfair to both myself and Jake. Correct. I told, I told Sarah that I was aware of the information and explained the extenuating circumstances surrounding it. I told her it had been extremely stressful for both of us lately trying to deal with it. Mm -hmm. She brought up the incidents from his past that I had called her about years previous and made it clear that she didn't think I should marry him. This also made me angry because she'd spent literally no time with the two of us as a couple and had spent no time with him. Sorry, is Jake the first marriage? No, he's, no, the, he's, new he's the new guy. Okay, sorry. That had cheated in the early days, but then he stopped. Now he's yeah. good. This also made me angry because she'd spent literally no time with the two of us as a couple and had spent no time with him. I'd seen her twice in the previous two years. I told her he had always made me feel supported and loved. They, on the other hand, pretended to have my best interests at heart, but the manner they approached the situation told me that they didn't care about either my best interests or my future husband's best interests, and that I was fine with just him. I had hoped that despite our fight, she or any of my friends would still come to the wedding or reach out in any way to give me best wishes, especially knowing how hurt I was after the wedding. Mm -hmm. They did not. I didn't hear from them at all after that. I completely understand if they don't agree with my decision. There's a lot of information not being discussed here, by the way. Mm -hmm. To me, though, that's irrelevant to supporting my choices and my big days. I'm an adult. My husband has never been abusive. So even if they wouldn't make the choices I made, I was clearly happy and excited, and I think true friends would have been there regardless. They've all made choices I don't agree with, but it's their life, not mine, and I trust their ability to make their own choices, even if those don't always turn out well. Ten months into my marriage, oh my goodness, and the marriage failed. <laughs> I've Listening. Had a, I have had an amazing time during my almost five-year relationship with Jake and have no regrets. Now I'm to the point of this letter. A part of me thinks I need to swallow my pride and call up my friends again, tell them they were right, and restart the friendship. The bigger part of me feels like whether they were right or not is irrelevant. They have proven that they were not the kind of friends that I could rely on to support me. The friendship feels very one-sided because I would be there no matter what. My friends have said they know that I'm someone who would drop everything and come if they needed me. Am I being petty or is it time to move on and find new friends? Sincerely, sincerely hurt and confused. P.S. Okay. This is this is a, a half a page P.S. This is not extremely unnecessary. With bullet points. To the story. And it's just extra word count. But it is really on my mind right now. So I would like to vent. What? It, well, that's all this is. So keep This going. is all vent. Do with this portion what you will. A few years ago, the girls... 
The girls in my friend group, I'm just so stunned. A few years ago, the girls in my friend group got together for barbecue. I don't remember how this came up, but can, this PS is. And I want to retract Canada and make it the South. I just wanted to Yeah, barbecue. That. I was waiting for the barbecue. But also univer- a university. Right. I, I don't yeah. remember how this came up, but can say for certainty that I was not the one to bring it up. My friend Sarah said, I wanted to take the ACT college admission test back in high school, but knew that if I beat her, she would have gotten really mad because of how competitive she is. I said, I I hope you aren't trying to suggest that I'm the reason you didn't go to college. She replied, no, I didn't want to go to college. I just wanted to see what score I would get. To which another friend said, oh, Sarah, you could have just walked in without studying and beaten everyone. Anything I could have said at this point would have just sounded petty, so I said nothing. But this interchange felt extremely unfair for multiple reasons. Here come the bullet points. Wow. TBT. Hashtag TBT. The belief after the fact that she would have excelled at something she never tried. Smacks of that quote from Pride and Prejudice. I should have been a great pianist had I ever learned to play. I got an above-average score good enough to contribute to me getting a scholarship. I was admittedly excited about it at the time. I studied hard. But for that test and in all my years of school, with me taking five AP classes my senior year, she never even went to class senior year and didn't end up graduating. To suggest that she would have beaten my score without studying wasn't just an insult to me. It was an insult to nearly everyone else that took that test. Number two, while I would have been bugged if she beat my score given that she clearly put no effort into school, To suggest that I would have been so angry that she didn't dare do it is just not the case and is not really a fair portrayal of me. Three, as my friends, why would they try to take one of life's little victories from me? Four, I took the test because I needed it to go to college. If she was taking it just to see what score she got, doesn't that make her the competitive one, not me? Five, this was 25 years ago. Thanks again for your help. (laughs) I just want to say this isn't ages, this is a fact. A reminder, late 40s. This is... I mean, I almost feel like we have to be careful here. I couldn't agree more, actually. This is, I think, this this is very, very fragile person. Yeah. Number three. Just reread number three, Brian, because that's the whole answer to the whole question. The number three on the bullet point. As my friends, why would they try to take one of life's little victories from me? That's yeah. the beginning, the middle, and the end of the answer to all everything that you have asked us, Cynthia. If I, these people were your friends, mm-hmm. they would not treat you the way that they treat you. And you, for whatever reason, would not I don't know why you I don't know why your homework is why do you want whatever it is you want from them? You keep going back to this well wanting something from this people and they these people and they have never ever given you a satisfying interaction going back we can we can joke about you that you are still stuck in high school with all of the you know that this is the moment of injury but the truth is that these people have given you 25 years of evidence that they do not value you and that they treat you as you deserve, everyone deserves to not be the person they were in high school anymore. High school is four years of your life. And does it cause lifelong triggers and traumas and this and that? Sure. But it's also 
four years of your life. And people spend their whole lives trying to undo those feelings and patterns that are set at that time. And for some reason, you don't believe that you don't, you deserve to not feel that way anymore. Mm. You keep walking into this wall over and over again and wondering why your head is bruised. These people are unkind, ungenerous, and they delight in your failures and setbacks and struggles. Every person has failures, setbacks, struggles. So I don't want you to take that as we're judging whatever happened with your first marriage, whatever happened with this guy, blah, blah, blah. That's everybody's life. People are married, people are divorced, people have jobs, people lose jobs. That's every person on this planet, okay? So you're not uniquely living some sort of uniquely depressing existence. There are victories and there are losses. And hopefully you have the love of a kind, supportive person in your life in between, whether that is romantic or that is friendship or that is family, that you have a network and a support system of people that want to see you win. And that when you do win, I'm delighted for you. And that is all anyone should really want in this world. And for some reason, you are actively standing in the way of that happening for yourself. So that's the real question here is number three. If they were really my friends, would they would they be delighted that something bad happened to me? No, but they're not your friends. They don't invite you to things. And they want to pour pig's blood on you at the prom, from and what I can tell. they call you when there's bad news. That's when they call you. They're yeah. excited about it. Yeah. Jason, please. I, it's interesting. I, uh, I have a dear friend who we used to say to each other, get out of your own way about yeah. some stuff. And she's also the same friend. This word, I know this word is thrown around far too much right now, but I had a revelation on something with a call with a friend yesterday. And it's the, it's this, this, that term, obviously the term codependent, right? And there's that book, Codependent No More, which mm -hmm. the same friend and I used to say to each other, have you read that book, Codependent No More? Let me get it for you. Which <laughs> was a comment on our own struggle and growth of codependency. And, the thing that just yesterday I had a conversation with this friend about in regards to another friend, which is about codependency, it's about, it's not only about, it's about allowing yourself to be treated in a certain way, which doesn't, it's not only about needing, it's, I, I tend to think of codependency as in relationships. You're dependent like, on somebody. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's also about some level of not valuing yourself enough mm -hmm. to just be the center of the story a little bit, which can lead to not seeing exactly as we're saying, which is that the people haven't been kind to you. And there's one, there's one set of things that were set up back in high school. And then there's something that now it's probably gotten a lot more subtler and subterranean, but it still is the same thing, which oh, is yeah. neglect. That's why it's lack very difficult to keep high school up. Who are these people that say, if I had taken the ACT, I would have aced it. And that's a conversation. That's pathetic. The person didn't even go to college. What do we do? What do we, I mean, literally, uh, when you tell me that, I see people sitting off the back porch shooting cans. That's what I see when I hear <laughs> that conversation I mean, with a slingshot. Or I got to say, I mean, you don't want, crazy. in terms of the codependent thing, you definitely don't want your 
lifeline to be people that hurt you. You don't want to depend on those people and you don't want those to be your forever friendships. I mean, you know, and they don't come be- to either of your weddings. I still stand by the fact that you can't give people two weeks notice, but thumbs up. Yeah, that's a dig. That's a dig. That's horrible. That's really, and I will say this actually, I do think that there's a lot, letter writer, that you're not telling us. I think that you have done probably some things that didn't make sense to a lot of people that seemed destructive rather than good. Mm. You're not totally copying to that here. I think that if your friendships were were genuine, yes, they would be concerned, but I'll tell you this. If my best friend were marrying someone that I thought was trouble, and I even told them I thought they were trouble, I would go to the wedding. Right. I would never not go to my best friend's wedding, even if I didn't like who they were marrying. I would, if they asked, I would make my opinion clear on what I thought, but I wouldn't not go. Well, that's you didn't, just and you didn't get friend. married with two weeks' notice to be spontaneous. No, that's you true. You got but, married with two weeks' notice because you knew no one in your family was going to come. But the first time so she got you, married with more than two weeks' notice. Yes, but I mean, the second time, you everyone told you this guy was a bad choice and he had right. a bad pattern and everything else. And you told yourself that he was supportive of this or that, which to me is the codependency thing that Jason's talking about. Yeah. But also, and nobody you said gave anything. these people two weeks' notice so that they could intentionally not come and you could offset the feeling of people saying to you, I'm not coming because I don't approve. Mm. Instead, they said, I'm not, you gave them an out. By by giving it a two-week notice, everybody had an out to not come. And I would say if they were your good friends, you cannot fault them for thinking it's odd. But if they were your good friends, they would tell you they think it's odd. And Instead they would of walk- not responding at all. And they would Ex- they would have gone to the wedding. Exactly. They would at least endeavor to walk through that uncomfortable conversation. Totally. In some way to say, hey, listen, I can't come. Here's why. But, or create some kind of lie that you all would know. But what this is a 17 and a half year old level of discourse. It I mean, everything these people are talking about. Yeah. And the sisterhood thing. And the, oh, and we laugh all night. And we, I mean- Hmm. To me, I see a high school party with a ping pong table in the basement, and I hate to say it, they're all playing ping pong and you're standing off to the side. Yeah, this is, I mean, you're, don't waste any more time with these people. I and feel also, that like, we're being unkind, but I also feel that we need so. to, we they need stop, to. Someone giving you a thumbs up you emoji that you're adult. getting married. You're well, I will also say that. I, that's why I do think that some of this culpability lies with you. And I do think that probably if you're codependent to such an extent that people who have only ever treated you badly are still a pivotal part of your life, mm-hmm. I really think that probably, and I don't mean this as a dig, I think you need to have a, some talk therapy about that or something. Yes. I, I think I think this is a deep, deep issue um, and I think and there that are probably, wonderful, kind, generous people out there who want to be your friend that you didn't go to high school with. Well, and I will also say, I don't think Jake sounded so wonderful and kind, even from your description. And maybe you can say that he was. I don't know that he was. But you're clearly seeking relationships like that out, if that's true. But yeah. also, on the other hand, I do give it up for her if it's true. And obviously, we're only getting a little bit of it. But I do appreciate that someone can say this 13-year marriage, this five-and-a-half-year relationship flawed though it was i don't regret it let's just take that at face well, value because those are wins yeah you're right they're wins right. that 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 are that i appreciate and hope that that is actual 
and honest. You know what I mean? I appreciate that for her in terms of in her bank. And she only deserves to feel love and support and joy. And that includes, listen, I don't know about you guys, but both of my, all of our parents, Mickey's, oh boy, all of our parents after deaths or divorces have dated people that as the children were like, oh boy, we got to go through this guy. We talked about that recently. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. And then, and then you just like, okay, that was just it. Life is for the living, and you just got to accept and forgive some of it. But in terms of this and friends that are just neglectful of you, but you need a little, you need talk therapy for sure. You probably need cognitive behavioral therapy, and you need to get out of the minutia. That's why I say yeah. the thing about the cognitive, because whatever this score keep, I mean. And they're doing the same, but we're talking about the ACTs. You've spent, I, mean, what, I don't know what you do for a career, but you've spent 25 years doing it. So why aren't we talking about that instead of right. who hypothetically was going to win a beer pong tournament in seven, at seven? I mean, what are we talking about? It's one mm-hmm. thing to be nostalgic. I could have been it's prom queen, thing. but I didn't nominate myself. Yeah, but, it, oh, well, you would have won, Ron, if you walked right in. Can you imagine? I mean, that is an insane thing to say as an adult. It's even yeah. an insane thing to say for someone who's 20. Yeah. It's already well, that's too that's why old. I thought the letter was written by somebody who was 20. Me too. Me too. Yeah. yeah. Well, we better move on to something else here. I know. I just want to say, though, I do think – I really do feel badly for you. And and I I – I hope you're able to walk away from this as simply and effectively as you can. I feel badly that these people have been so hurtful and unkind to you and that you're stuck in this dynamic with them. But Mm. I do think whatever version you want to call this, tough love, et cetera, et cetera, that we're giving you right now, it's time, dear. Yeah, it really is. We can't send letters like this in our late 40s and, and still wonder. I think you need so to take action outside, and I think you need to take action inside. Yes. And good for you for for trying to, you know, engage in another long-term relationship and wanting to be married and not giving up that kind of hope and connection. And, I mean, that's all wonderful. But let's let's put a little time now into making better choices about who we share ourselves with. Because I bet you're a wonderful friend. You obviously have a lot of love to give. and care a lot about you being considerate and kind to other people. So let's just give that to people who deserve it. That's my opinion. I think, I think that was wonderful advice from all around everybody. Dear I Ron also, and Brian, they're not mentioning you, Jason. They're Jason, not, what were you going to say? They don't listen. It's okay. I also just want to say, I do think you would have at least made the homecoming court if you had walked in. Me? Back in the day. I'm just Thank saying. Thank you. You know, just separate. Okay. Oh, don't I worry about me. For you. Don't look, don't you two spend one minute worrying about me. Okay. I win well, everything. I win everything I try to do. That's true. Dear, dear people Ron she went to high Ryan. school with, I've seen it happen. When Ronna will, will walk by on, down on the street when oh. I'm being Ronna's well, That's walk. fun. Yeah. And she'll say, I went to high school with her. And the, the honestly, they look at Rana as if they're so embarrassed because like they, oh, they know, all look, they, they know they're they not Rana. Look, yeah, and they all look 140 years old. Too. They know they're yeah. not Rana. I mean, they look half-dead walkers, yeah. Right, exactly. My husband and I were recently gifted a handmade craft by a relative we love very much. I would go into details about what the craft is, but this person may listen to your podcast, and I really don't want to offend them. Anyway, we accepted the gift because the thought and time put into 
it, but said decorative piece. Ah, okay. Because of the the thought and time put in, I, I suppose is what they mean. But said decorative piece is not a style at all. The item in question is well-made and obviously took a lot of time, but it's not something we would display. And we don't know what to do with it. Mm. Our first thought was to donate it to Goodwill because someone would find it a good fit for their home. But since we are now seeing this person more regularly due to relaxed COVID restrictions, we're afraid they will ask where we decided to display their gift when we just want to give it away. This sounds so insane to even type out, yet here we are. Obviously, there are more pressing matters than this, but it's a problem that needs an answer. Best, don't use my name if you choose to read this. Whoever wrote this in, their partner is not in on this. There was way too much we and our there. This is all you. (laughs) I guarantee- You're the main instigator I guarantee your partner's like, just put it up. You know what I mean? But there's too much we and our. Like, we came to this decision. Okay, sure you did. What do you think, Jason? I think you should, this is what I think. So this, this, I think, I think you put it up for a little bit. You put it up for a little bit, maybe just when they're coming over for a little bit, you give it a season and then you just slowly move it out or depending on what it is made of, you say it got broken or whatever you did. This is different because somebody actually made it versus and it not being your style versus say listen my mom we just got a huge belated hanukkah box of tchotchkes galore yes she's gotten better but my mom used to like to give us a lot of stuff and it would drive mickey insane that was not our style everything from like anything that whatever and so we would just it got to the point with these things that where she did not make where we would just like immediately take them to re-gift them and give them but yeah. this is different this is from someone you're seeing regularly and they made it and it's a good friend so i think you got to I think you got to honor the friendship a little bit and let it be seen on display and then let it sort of find its way someplace. I'm going to be honest with you, Jason. (laughs) I'm not going to name any names here. Uh Uh-oh. But there was someone here in this Mm. conversation Mm. who I would gift gorgeous, Mm. specific produce (laughs) to. Some friends have very specific tastes. (laughs) I would give this person- it's so true. That's so true, Jason. I would give this person the biggest- Mm. Uh, crispiest tomatoes you could ever imagine. Oh. <laughs> and not only were they unappreciated, they were mm. sometimes returned. I And I was never paid back for them, even though it was like a gift loan. Oh. Yeah. So- I picked these up for you. I didn't ask for them. I thought you'd love them. Right. I don't. Exactly. Right. And then one time I did give Rana um, a, like a $500 box of Origin Beauty products, and she didn't use them. So I- I only wanted the gumballs. That's- why? Who? Who? What? Why do they think gumball? What is it about gumballs and facial care that works? I don't get it. They I got her a the movie. Gumballs. I got her a framed movie poster of Sex in the City too. She didn't put it in her house. Mm. These are all S-A-T-C. things that I'm. I'm S A T C too. S A T C. I have to say, I did get chills watching the Just Like That trailer. Me too. I just can't wait. <laughs> are you kidding? Elisa Zaritsky, here we come. Uh, so. I don't understand what the question is. Does this person live in your house? No. They come over assuming they they let you know when they're coming over, I'm going to assume, during COVID. Yeah. Unless this is a goddamn totem pole, you know, <laughs> eight feet tall, carved out of a tree trunk that needs to sit that in your living room. That has to be room. installed. There's yeah, nowhere else it? you could put it. 
It's not. Put it in the garage. Put it in the closet. Put it wherever it goes. Put the thing that goes where the thing goes when the thing's not there. And when the person comes over, put the thing up in the living room or wherever it fits and tell them how gorgeous it is every time they come over. That's the right thing to do here. This is, I'm I'm guessing this is not a Damien Hurst installation piece. I'm guessing this is. It's not a bisected cow in formaldehyde, (laughs) is it? If it is, lucky you, you can go, in which case I'd go sell it for 45 million tomorrow. It's it's an aspirational Chihuly glass. For sure. (laughs) For sure, yeah. Who are you worried about thinking that this is, don't make it your Zoom background, pardon me. Put it out when they go over. People think this is your taste. Yeah. Put it out when they come over, make don't them give, happy, say thank you. But don't, I don't think it's right to give something handmade to Goodwill. I don't. I don't but either. someone and gave to you as a gift. I don't either. And also, you'll probably mm. only have to put it out like two or three times and then never again. Just because they'll be like, oh, your taste change, style change, they end up putting something. I mean, it's fine. Yeah. But Let you got to bask and feel good about it for two minutes when they come your up. Your home is a museum, and this is but one of the visiting exhibits. Totally. We, Mickey and I were recently in Florida visiting his mother, and there were all these- Yeah, you're telling a lot of Mickey secrets today on the podcast. It's true. It's true. I, I'm going to get in trouble for I've it noticed. Because I'm waiting for the tell And you know, so I, Mickey's our friend first, I will I say that. So Believe me, I Mickey know. Mickey wants an edit, Mickey's <laughs> getting an we, edit. We went, and so that and whole- And I watched Mickey's performance, by the way. Everybody, With go the look a- up Angel City Corral. I watched right. it on on the YouTube the other you guys, day. Guys, it and was. He was so terrific. It was the most moving thing. It was ever. very. Mickey what is joined it? A, Mickey joined a choir for fun, just for fun, enjoy in the summer, and they've been rehearsing in COVID in masks, testing all this stuff. That's and the, yeah. so sweet. The concert was this past weekend at Royce Hall at UCLA. Oh, wow! And they did half capacity because of COVID. And Friday night was the first time in tech where they took off their masks and saw what their faces sound looked like, let alone wow. what they sound. So. Anyway, just isn't it amazing? I have to say, it's amazing when you see people with. It's just like the Bugs Bunny cartoon. It's totally shocking. It's amazing with but the if, eyes I, and the crazy teeth. It's so people <laughs> that he when thought people were take off the masks. People you thought full, were gorgeous. Yeah, I am surprised more than I people and people that you thought were only okay. Oh. Yeah, not bad, and and yeah. vice versa. People yeah. that you thought were twenty were sixty. People you yeah. thought were sixty were twenty. Yeah. But if you go to Angel City Chorale on YouTube and just go to thirty eight thirty eight and they sing a Hanukkah song, I promise you it'll be worth it. There's Bohemian Hanukkah. Bohemian Hanukkah. I just could not stop laughing. In that All right. Anyway. So listen, what were you going to say about Mickey's mother's house? Now that we're no, no, talking? no. So I met a lot of her lady friends, and I was fascinated by them. I don't, I didn't know until Wait, Mickey. This is my favorite thing I ever heard in my life. They went what? there for Thanksgiving, Brian. Yeah. One of the women, because uh, Mickey's mother's gay, Mickey's mother's gay son and his gay husband were coming over. They're coming to town. They're coming over. One of them went and bought a turkey and dropped it off at nine o'clock in the morning and said, do something with this. That's basically true, except- And they pers- made a gorgeous turkey. With, they said, I don't doubt it. Being a couple of gay guys, they made a gorgeous turkey. It was, it was, it was woman, perfect. But no, this it woman actually, dropped wait, hold on. the turkey off at 9 a.m. and said, cook it. There was and a no, whole- They didn't even warn them that they were going to have to make a turkey. There was a whole phone chain gang of the ladies of their so development funny. that was a miscommunication. And the turkey, actually the turkey was dry because her husband, excuse me, her son is a chef, gave her the turkey- she said the turkey was 15 pounds. We cooked a 15-pound turkey. 
but it was like 12. It was not. It was a dry turkey. It was so. And then because all of Mickey's mom's spices are like five years old, Mickey like doubled the pepper because another one didn't work. And so we had a very peppery turkey. Anyway, it was very funny. And so these women were really fascinating to me. Their stories were incredible. One who went to the same high, high school with Barbara Streisand and Lainey Kazan, and they all know her. This woman was such a character. You would love her so uh. much. But we were at this one couple's house that I thought were so interesting that that they they had lived in their same street back in Long Island and then whatever. And so they have uh, they have a grandfather. So their their father and their daughter's grandfather who has a bunch of paintings that are really beautiful. And they wanted to give one of these, they're really beautiful paintings to their daughter who she has a much more minimalist taste. Sure. And she wouldn't have any of the grandfather's paintings in her house because it doesn't match her style. I know this isn't the same thing, but I thought it was really interesting because I thought this is a really, it's not a, they're beautiful paintings. Even if they're not your style, I thought it was interesting that, that she, she didn't want a piece of her grandfather in a house. Nothing. Like, they they were truly incredible paintings, and she didn't want a single one of them. I thought How that old was kind of brat. Well, here's the other thing that I'm going to say. Well, she they, didn't they don't write listen. into us. She did what she wanted. I, they, I, I will, the only other thing I can say is that her they, they're really generous, interesting uh, parents or, themselves, and they – so they're now in their 70s. And oof, basically – their daughter married a guy whose family and his political beliefs are not theirs, and they've navigated that storm in being Florida. I can't believe the tea you're spilling on these it's people true. in this in this retirement community. And so bar. they, your was, husband is going to dunk you in the turkey pot as soon as this is finished. It was fascinating to me. It was fascinating. Like you want to know what a dry turkey is? It's going to be dry as turkey. soon as I get off. It's going to be you the next in the other rooms. Brian. Rana. I noticed your hair is looking thick and luxurious. Listen, it's not the only thing that it is, Rana, and I appreciate <laughs> that very much. My hair is become Maine. And by that I mean mm. it's thicker, fuller, healthier. 80 million men and women in the U.S. experience thinning hair, yet it's still not openly talked about, which mm. is a shame. We should talk about it. We're yeah. going to right now. Normalize thinning hair. Correct, because it can be very stressful. It can be even scary. True. And the sort of stigma of it, and they're not talking about it, just adds to the problem. Yeah. I use Nutrafol. You want to know why, Rana? Because it's fantastic. It's fantastic. It's proven to work, and it's formulated with potent botanicals to help your hair grow as strong as you are. And it's physician formulated to be 100% drug free. And does it work? Yes, Padme. Yes, it's natural. It uses botanicals. It deals with whole body health even. And on top of thicker, stronger hair without lasers and without chemicals, Nutrafol's ingredients may also help you get a handle on better sleep, stress response, skin, nails. A little thing I like to call Libido. What? Libido. Oh. Visit Nutrafol.com and take their hair wellness quiz for customized product recommendations that put the power to grow thicker, stronger hair back in your hands. When you subscribe, you'll receive monthly deliveries so you never have to miss a dose. Shipping's free. You can pause or cancel anytime. Does it work? 
Yeah, it does. In clinical studies, Nutrafol saw thicker, stronger hair growth with less shedding in three to six months. And you've seen it yourself, haven't you? Of course I have. Whether you're experiencing thinning or not, you deserve hair as strong as you are. Nutrafol can help you achieve your hair growth naturally. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going Mm -hmm. to Nutrafol.com and using promo code Brian. With a Y. Thank you. To say $15 off your first month's subscription. This is the best offer available anywhere. And it's only available to U.S. customers for a limited time. Plus, Rana, free shipping on every order. Wow. So get $15 off. I use Nutrafol. That's why this is good. Get $15 off at Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code Brian, B-R-Y-A-N, for hair as strong as you are. Fabulous. Attention Carriage House members, Rana here to tell you all about Anchor.fm. Anchor is the fabulous app that we use to create our podcast. And let me tell you something. You can use it to create a podcast of your own. It's totally free. They have these terrific creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. If you're that sort of person, I have a staff, excuse me. And now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes, which is pretty fabulous. The possibilities are totally endless. So download the free Anchor app now or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Kiss, kiss. Brian. Ronner. Have you ever needed a doctor ASAP? Yeah, yeah. This minute. This minute. You wake up, you feel a certain way, something appears on your body that was not there the night before, whatever it is. Sure. And you know you've got to get in with someone right now. Stat. As the doctors say. As the doctors say, stat. Exactly. Yeah. But the problem is you want to go to someone fantastic. Of course. You want to go to someone with a five-star rating. Yeah. You don't want to have to look twice. I've got a solution for you. I'm ready, Rana. ZocDoc. I love this. ZocDoc is a fabulous app. Okay. Yeah. That helps you search for doctors in your area. You download the free ZocDoc app, free, of course. Sure. You can search for local doctors that take your insurance, read verified patient reviews, and book an appointment or an in-person or video chat. Okay? Nice. You never wait on hold with a receptionist again. Love this. Whether you need a primary care physician, a dentist, a dermatologist, a psychiatrist, which everyone who listens to this podcast needs, an eye doctor, or an other specialist, ZocDoc has you covered. Yeah. So just go to ZocDoc.com slash AskRana and download the ZocDoc app to sign up for free, pardon me. Yeah. Every month, millions of people use ZocDoc. And I'm one of them, Rana. It's my go-to whenever I need to see a doctor and I don't feel like waiting a week. I just go on the app and I'm able to get one fast that takes my insurance, as the Texans say. Insurance, exactly. That's exactly. right. I mean, ZocDoc makes healthcare easy. Very and, easy. And with the pandemic, I have to say, people mm-hmm. who wants to, so many people are doing the video doctor appointments now in ways that they weren't before. Totally. I had to get a urinalysis the other day because something felt wrong. Turns out everything was fine. I was just drinking more caffeine than usual. How can they, how can they determine that? I'm just curious. 
How do they know that's what the problem is? They don't. They just knew that there wasn't a problem. Yeah. And so they asked me, and I that was sort of the thing where I was like, well, I have been like upping my caffeine intake. They were like, might be that. How is it possible for you to up your caffeine intake is the question. Unless you had lowered it. I had lowered it, and then I ramped it back up. And by the way, the ramp is, there's no end in sight to how high this thing well, goes. Well, I'm not, I'm not, that's a conversation for another time. I'm not yeah. sure you should be ramping. Well, all I can say is the other day I was ramped up mm-hmm. so high, I was flying through the air and all I heard was a fee-fi-fo-fum. So that's how high I'm getting on this caffeine run. Now is the time to prioritize your health. Go to ZocDoc.com slash AskRon and download the ZocDoc app to sign up today for free and book a top-rated doctor. That's ZocDoc.com slash AskRana. Z-O-C-D-O-C. Rana, I had a question for you. I forget, Bob was a proctologist or a podiatrist? Yeah. I never remember you which You know what he was? He's a, he was a none of your businessologist. That's what he was. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. It's too bad he's not on ZocDoc, but you know, no one can help He that. passed away, Brian. He's dead. Yeah. That's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No. Okay. But if he was, right. if Bob was still with us, you can be sure, sure. he'd be on ZocDoc. That's right, Rana. Brian, read our last question. If you can Fair believe it, we enough. still have to do a third question after all this. Dear Rana, Brian, and fabulous guest, Thanks. aka Jason. I've been dating my boyfriend for three years. Currently, I'm 30 and he's okay. 25. And this okay. is a, uh, a woman writing in. Okay. Okay. About a year into our relationship, I moved out of state, a plan I'd had in place before moving I'm 30, in. he's 25. Mm-hmm. 22 and 27. How I it. glossed over that. So you're 30 and he's 16. Yeah. Is what we're really doing. A 30 year old woman and a 12 year old boy. Keep going. About a year into our relationship, I moved out (laughs) of state, a plan I'd had in place before meeting him, and we continued dating long distance. When the pandemic hit, he decided to move to my new city, which has been amazing. All this to say, we've been a lot through a lot together and have stayed committed through the highs and lows. He's a wonderful partner, and we have a very special connection. Here's the issue my boyfriend smokes weed all day. Every day. Mm. By itself, it isn't that big of a problem. But I really? see how it's affecting many aspects of his life. Yeah, I guess by itself, if first of all, by itself, it is a problem. What does that mean by itself? It isn't really a problem. I guess she likes the smell of weed or she doesn't mind yeah. when she looks he over and light sees the house on fire. The logistics of it, I guess. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, but I see how it's affecting many aspects of his life. He struggles financially and has to make room in his budget to keep up his habit. He wants to eat healthier and yet snacks on munchy foods constantly. Mm. He expresses anxiety about his future but doesn't take action to change the way things are going. For example, Mm. he's been talking about seeing a therapist for months to work on his mental health and general well-being but hasn't tried to make an appointment. Because he's stoned all (laughs) the time. Okay. It's very rare that you see someone who smokes weed every day. For recreationally being the most motivated person you've ever met. Plus, whenever we travel, he's cranky and distant toward me until he can get stoned. What? Hmm. Uh, I see his cannabis use as a common denominator, which prevents him from making personal growth in many different areas of of his life. He's been a 24-7 smoker for six years. It's a big part of his identity. And I worry about consequences on his health if this continues much longer. I don't know that you really have to worry about that, but, but I'm worried that if... I express these concerns. He will either get defensive or try to hide his habit from me. Is there a way I can bring it up lovingly and non-judgmentally? Do I write out the next few years to see if his habits change as he matures? Oh. I don't want to be overbearing and have never commented on his smoking. 
You've never commented what? on it? Wow. But when I think about him having having him as a long-term partner, I wonder if his use will become more of a wedge between us. Thank you so much for reading this through. He is stunting your growth. Yeah. I'm just going to say it. Wow. When, well put, Brian. I love you both so much and value your input immensely. Feel free to assign me a pseudonym, XX. Kiss, kiss. You're getting very good at this, Brian. Me? Yeah. Getting you know very why? very good at this. Well, I'll tell you why. It's taken two years, but you're getting very good. I'm finally getting it. <laughs> you have bit. to do something a thousand times. What's the thing? Like, sure, right, exactly. Get my 10,000 hours. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to get, yeah, you're going to get MSW by the end of this. You have 10,000 hours of field work. I just think, what, what, are, what are you doing in this relationship? This guy, I, I will He's I will a wonderful honest, partner and we have a he's, special He's connection. a wonderful partner. Um, yeah. He doesn't do anything. Except get stoned. How and is that a wonderful mad, partner? And get mad at me like when he's, he's not eleven and a half years old at the airport until he gets candy bar. I this is not. <laughs> he good. gets mad at me when we travel because he has to get stoned and we have to talk to my parents for four minutes or whatever it is. This is awful. Wah. And by yeah, the way, this is, a depressed, you, this is a depressed person. For sure a depressed person who's way in his own way. is 100% a smoke screen. It is exactly what it is. It is a smoke screen for his depression and anxiety. And there is nothing, look, not everybody's Seth Rogen, okay? Not everybody I, can smoke weed and write movies and produce movies. Sure. And, he's and suddenly be at the Adele concert day. in 1A and Front 1B. Row and not even know <laughs> that it's being filmed. We're not all that. That's my favorite, that they just thought Adele invited them to come sing to them. That's a great thought to have, though. shocked when it turned out to be an event of some kind. Uh, but... This guy's yeah. depressed. He's mm. not a wonderful partner. He's actually a terrible, a terrible partner. partner. He doesn't have a job. He's not motivated. He sits on your couch and smokes weed all day, and you resent the hell out of him for it. And you, for some reason, want to wait three years to see when life begins so life could begin because he may figure it out. What are we doing? Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. You got to There's love a whole yourself, bigger babe. life with or without him. That is yet to be had and can be had. So you have to, she has to focus on herself. Like this guy is slowing you down. He may, let's just go to the other side of this for a second. He may be a lovely, caring, funny, all of these things person, considerate. He may be all of these things Mm. and he may just have a very deep depression, anxiety, and addiction issue. And I love when people act like people can't be addicted to smoke. It's just pot. You can't be addicted to it. Okay, get out of here. If you think that way, you're in the carriage house, please. We're on the free feed right now. You don't very often, though. I mean, I I agree with you, Rana, but you don't very often hear about people going to rehab for it. No, but they should. Yeah. No, and it also they go to rehab for everything else. What is this idea that marijuana people can just stop? Right. You what you what they usually do if they get their act together is they start taking Lexapro or something instead of smoking marijuana all day. But it absolutely saps people of any motivation. And the reason he hasn't called a therapist is because he's stoned, not because he doesn't need one. It'd be one thing if he were like, because I know now you can dose CBD to where. Which isn't THC even, but to where like you do feel relaxed, but you don't feel high at all. 
There are people for whom there are therapeutic benefits. There's no question. This yeah. guy is a, it's a totally imbalanced this is not that. Totally. situation. Yeah. And he's got other underlying conditions going on. And I just want to say, again, he may be a wonderful catch of a human being who is stuck in this moment in his life. But you are saying you've never addressed it with him because you fear being called a nag. Basically. How is this relationship that's because he's good. 25. Yeah. Because he probably will think you're a nag because he's 25. But if he was a mature person, he would say, huh, this person who loves me is concerned about me. And this is why they they are confronting me about this, that, and the other. Instead, he's probably going to say something like, okay, mom. Don't make your 30s be your 20s again. You've got oh. your 30 years Ooh. old. Be 30. Ding, be ding, 30. Ding. Don't wow. deal with this. But if he really does have a lot of wonderful qualities and he just has this impediment, it's absolutely worth the conversation to say very honestly and very kindly and very lovingly, I don't know what to do. Yeah. I love spending time with you. I love you so much. I've never loved anybody like this before, but I, it is painful for me to watch you self-medicate all day, every day, when I can see your potential and I can see the potential of what we could be. And if that sounds selfish, it's because it is. I selfishly believe we could be, there's this other version of what we could be as a couple. And if that is not something that is a priority for you or interesting to you, I need to know that now. And if you want me to help you find help, et cetera, et cetera, but this isn't a way to live. I think it's like ultimatum that's, time. I think, I think that's it's so like great. Things have got to change, or I am out. It's, it's. We have this. We have a really great friend. Who, Is it Mickey's parents? No. <laughs> we have this really great friend. Mickey's sister. No, he doesn't. <laughs> I know he doesn't have a hit, sister. He's back from a run. Shh. Yeah. So he. Uh, we have a great Me friend. Shush. We have a great. Yeah. We right hits in my headphones. By the way, uh, Me shush. We have a great friend who her story is so moving to me. Because listen, we have a lot of single friends and we have a lot of single female friends. Yeah. And she dated this guy for a long time, and he was a younger guy, beautiful. And she said, like, hey, she said, uh, I, what are we doing? I want to, I want to know what we're doing after a certain amount of time. And I know you're reticent to get married. And it wasn't about like I've got to get married. It was just like, what are we doing? And so she gave him six months. She said, I'm going to give you six months to take a figure it out. And but at, then at six months, I need to know. And so. She she lives her life. She went traveling by herself. She's like a smart, strong woman. Right. Laura Lenny. Yeah. And it, no, and younger and young, a little bit younger, and and vulnerable, but also like strong. So at the end of that six months, he didn't approach the conversation. He continued to live his life in a certain way that is similar, just like not moving forward, yeah. not going left, not going right. Uh, and so he and so he's dead. Everybody, sometimes dead. And it so is. so sad. So, my God, I thought you were talking about this, this at guy the end, solved a no, problem. So, so at the end, and he didn't bring it up, so she had to bring it up. And I find I have found that in these yeah. situations and in many relationships, there's one person whose head is deep in the sand, which then that person has to be the person to keep pulling it up. Anyway, she finally brought it up, and he said, yeah, I still don't know. And so she took she somehow found the strength and the conviction to say, okay, well, I'm really sad this relationship is over, but she – she Killed left herself. it. Oh, that's good. 
And, no, she left it. She left it. And she started dating. And the thing that's, I, I'm so, I, it's a beacon of um, aspiration for me in terms of genuinely setting a boundary and doing yeah. something, not with malice, not with craziness, no. not with, but with like, I told I'm gonna, you, I'm going to do I'm it. Gonna, I'm going to fulfill And here that. I go. And cut to- I made to, a promise to myself and I love myself more than I love you. Yeah. And she- also, just for what it's worth, because if you believe this thing that energetically you put something out forward and the universe will come back to you in that effort, cut to less than five years later. Married she's, to Jeff Bezos. She's not married. She's not married, but she has a great guy <laughs> and three children. <laughs> she, well, that's too the many. true mark of success. Too Two many. of them were born in the <laughs> pandemic because they were like, let's just do this right away. But yeah. anyway, I think it's such a great, I have so many friends with various situations where somebody doesn't want to get married or the relationship isn't growing and there can be addiction or there can just be we, stagnancy there. But I really, I'm so excited by that That's a soft story. way to do it too, actually, is to be like, hey, look, I'm not saying overnight, but I am saying the clock is ticking and it expires here. Yeah. And we've said this a million times, if they're not pulling you up, they're pulling you down. That's right. Okay? And also, I'll never get over the fact that the person in that group went to high school with Barbara Streisand and Lainey Kazan. Because Lainey understudied for Barbara in Funny Girl on Broadway. Oh, I know. Who yeah, do you, you think know. you're talking to? You know. But this woman, by the way, <laughs> this woman who's a relative, she's a relative of Mickey's. Couple of, couple of brandy-soaked fruits. <laughs> Honey, <back to> the- <laughs> Rana, come on into the salad, babe. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> into the stolen. Come on to the stolen. Come on into the, the stolen the girl. I really, yeah. I really want you to have her on the podcast because you'll have the best time with her because it's such a great way to be living your life. At I don't know how old she is, but everybody knows her. And when they tried to have a reunion, everyone's like, "Oh, it's I forget her name now." It's well, I bet, I bet if she had taken the ACT, she would have done better than Mickey's mother. But we'll never know. <laughs> they, they, none of them took never, the ACT. Never, better than Barbara never. Streisand and Lenny Kazan. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Um, all right, dear. This is the time in our program. Yeah, the program. Where we decide who's getting what. So we, every uh, free feed episode, we sort of craft. Why am I always trying to say this a different way? We want, we want to give something lovely to mm. someone who we think deserve it. One of the listeners who we think deserve it. So to recap, we have the receiver of the ugly craft. Mm. We have... Mm the mean high school friends, mm. and we have the stoner boyfriend. And of course, mm. when I say stoner boyfriend, I mean the lady in this relationship, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. the person who wrote in. Stoner we're boyfriend. Give, we're going to give something off of our Ronica list for the month of December. That's what we've been doing. So do you want to give it to the stoner boyfriend lady? Do you want to give it to mean high school friends? Or do you want to give it to a receiver and of the bad craft? it's not about who deserves it. It's about who you have a feeling for. It's a for. feeling. A feeling for. I also Ronna, just want to let you know that right. our coffee is being delivered today. We're getting two of the two Ronica coffees are coming well, to I our thought, house today. I thought you'd never mention it. <laughs> I, I mean, I, what are we doing here? We're just I, making, doing a free show. I have my phone Buy right here tracking. coffee, everybody. Okay, I have three out for delivery. I, everybody, I ice it. I'm partial to the vanilla and I'm a little embarrassed about it. You're having your ice Why? vanilla right you now? Should what be are you proud embarrassed about? It's delicious. Because it's so good, but the, so I still have this old good. notion of like flavored coffee. Flavored coffee. I love it. No. So this is not flavored. It's infused. I know it's uh, not. I'm just saying I, know, I have Rana. to. I have to walk through my own Where did we prejudice. get this guy? And then I've got to de- and then I have to deal with Mickey after this. All you're doing is creating work for me. <laughs> That's true. right. It's true. Okay. Okay. So 
Oof. I think this is what I think. This is how my brain works. I feel like the person with the craft is going to be fine. It's yeah. I'm it's with very you clear like to me who's getting something. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I feel like the mean friends, mean girls, she deserves and she would benefit from some love of any kind. That's yeah. I, I agree. I also completely agree. I'm trying to look at my Ronica list, Brian, because I'm trying to remember what what it is we could give them. Something that would that would give them a little boost of con. It's not the red wine stain remover, is it? <laughs> oh, <laughs> what is well, the red no, wine? She might stain be drinking remover. red wine after she hears what we said. <laughs> um, uh, I am just having a quick look. Well, there's Brian's terrific. Um, cocktail shaker but i am trying to think about what this per- well i didn't think that sounded right i was so afraid you're gonna be like shaker. it's brian's christmas cd from back i have a question i know what if we- yeah go ahead okay no 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 go ahead no go ahead. ahead go ahead dear. i was gonna say no please i want to hear no what no next. after you after you it's oh, not boy. the pendleton blanket what were you gonna say dear? Austin the Zingerman Pendle- stolen, even though that wasn't on our Oh, list. that's a great idea. <laughs> we talk so much about the stolen. But what, are you, what were you going to say? Let's do the stolen. I love that idea. Send one to me while you're at it. I will. Uh, the stolen, what I was going to do was your, but I like the stolen. Uh, I was going to do your eye mask kit. Oh, oh, sure. The slip marble and charcoal beauty sleep. That's a great light. idea too, beauty actually. Beauty collection. Which do you think, which do you like better? We talked about the stolen. If the stolen is in stock, Tony, send to the stolen. Okay. If it's not in stock, send to the beauty mask and the this and the that, because here's the truth. You need to take a breath, sweetheart. You need to spray a little mist on your pillow. You need to put something gorgeous on your eye and under your head and put yourself to sleep in a beautiful, luxurious manner. And you need to start treating yourself that way in all interactions in your life, which is, I deserve nice things. I think we should send her the slip. I do think we should send her the slip. Well, we'll send me the stolen. We'll send her the the thing. Uh, I deserve nice things. I deserve to be treated with softness and kindness and love, but it stats here. And if you want to stand by the side of the punch ball table for the rest of your life and wait to get dunked, that's up to you. But that's not what we're recommending here. <laughs> you deserve dunk. to feel good when you leave. I don't know about you I'm all, but dunk Brian's head in a pot. I do love the word dunk, and I like how I knew Rana says it really well too. <laughs> dunk. What were you going to say, Jason? I think in this last, I, we were already doing it before, but in the last year, I've we've been looking at our friends, and I was like, who do you who do you leave? When you leave hanging out with somebody, who do you feel good about? Who do you feel like something is happening? See, I like the opposite about? conversation, but go ahead. Which is what? Who, well, who do you which feel is, bad about? That's more who, fun. But go right. ahead. Who but does, basically, who are the ones that, yeah. And and listen, I've been- Who sparks I, joy? Yeah. Who sparks joy? Take that, Who Marie. do you go home and think, what a fun night? Yeah. Or I had I, a laugh. I had a this, I had a that. Yeah. I had a, I had a connection. I had a conversation yeah. that mattered. Not just this fodder about- ACT scores from 1995 or whatever. It's like, just like. It's not something to do. Stay home. Yeah. Yeah. You deserve more. You genuinely deserve more. And listen, I've been that Eeyore too. (laughs) Stay home and watch Brian's movie. What's your movie, Brian? Uh, The Power of the Dog. Yeah. Oh, you loved it. I loved it. Yeah, he loved it. Oh. Jason's abstaining. No, I have. I want to see it. I was thinking oh. in my head, my dad 
who's 80 years old and now Palm Springs by himself, he sees these movies and I just get texts that are apropos of nothing, like, whatever, Power of the Dog, great movie, ending, question mark. <laughs> like, I get these things where I'm like, I wonder what, but I can't sure. wait to, I can't wait. Well, Brian, that's a good the, video. It's in Brian's, at least his top 50 of all time, if not his top I would 10. say that's a good spot for it. Yeah, yeah, top 50. Yeah. When you think about a lifetime of movies. I know, I know. Yeah. Because Jurassic Park is 49, so. Jurassic Park's in there for sure. <laughs> mm. Um, mm. You know, uh, big. All right. Da-da, da-da. Da-da. Anything Penny Marshall directed is in there. Anything. Uh, boys writing in, writing in cars with boys is definitely in my top oh, two. Oh, dear Lord. Okay. That's oh, enough God. of this. I've had enough of all of this. Me too. Splash is up there. Wow. And the documentary of Company. <laughs> like, what's in- the documentary? Six by Sondheim and also Honeyland. That's up there. Yeah. Oh, Honeyland is wonderful. Fabulous. Mm. Yeah. I haven't seen any of the movies yet. Other than oh, you have, some- You've seen Honeyland, haven't you? From oh no! A few sorry, years I meant. Ago? I meant this year. Sorry. Oh, oh no! Yeah. This year. Oh, the, the only we one I've seen is. Power we of the don't dog. even oh. know what we're doing for this year. We haven't even discussed if we're doing the Academy Awards this year. Well, right? I think we should. Are we doing our Oscar special? We I feel like to. we should. We have to yeah. do our live Oscar special. Yeah. Otherwise, no. What will Kate Arthur? When will she talk about movies? She'll have no opportunity. If we don't <laughs> so do it. true. <laughs> She's coming on the free feed. I don't know when, but she's coming on the free feed I love as her. a guest. Talk all about- she wants to do advice. She doesn't want to talk about movies. She wants to do advice. Great. So there it is. I love it. All I right, you two. All right, Brandy Wines. That's it. Uh, <laughs> thank you both for being here. You're a couple of manoeuvres, and I had a wonderful time. And we want to say happy holidays to everyone, but they're not here just yet. But so please remember what's wrong with a $20 bag of askgranacoffee.com. Or you could get a subscription, pardon me, $3 off every subscription. Always free shipping in the domestic United States. And for and your Negranas, boozy, classy friends. So good. Go- you've had the Negrana, Jason. I, listen. It's gorgeous. It's right here. Also, I like, I appreciate a bargain. No, the Negrana bottle you've had. I Negr- oh, no, no. I do, sorry, the yeah. Negrana bottle. So I didn't hear you yeah. for a second because it got gorgeous. I would love it. So good. It's so good. And so I, I would love that. I thought he was going to pull it right I know me too. I was like, wow. No. He's our uh, guy. Such a beautiful bottle. That little gorgeous. leather strap. Gorgeous. And that red and that gold. So beautiful on a beautiful. holiday table. And then, of course, go to uh, Negrana.com for that. We have our other gift boxes that we did with Connor. But also, Connor can get anything for you at Fiasco Brooklyn. He has impeccable taste at any price point and sends it. You want to talk about, I mean, the FedEx label, the thing. You know when it's you know it's at your door before it knows it's at your door. Hell yes. So there we are. All right. Kiss, kiss everyone. We love you. And we hope we'll see some new people in the Patreon carriage house. I'd love to get to 3,000 before the end of the year. There we Just go. Just saying. Very close. All right, dears. Thank kiss, you, kiss. Jason. Thank you so oh, much. Oh, yes. Thank you, no, Jason. Oh, thank you very much. This has been a joy. You're now I'm going to go get in trouble. <laughs> good, good, good. You are. That means you did it right. That means you did it right. You know good what? Trouble, good trouble, good trouble. <laughs> good trouble, good trouble, good trouble. Thank you. Now, Brian. Rana. I want to remind people next week is our 100th episode. We I haven't can't really believe been talking it. About it. It's we our haven't centennial. Really been talking about it. So, anyway, I'm very excited about it. And we As might have I. an extra special, fabulous guest for that. But in any event, 100 years of Ask Rana with Ryan. 100 Brian. years, a century of Ask Rana. <laughs> That's right. Am I reading this cliffhanger or you? No, I think. Oh, you, you are. Did, yeah, did you I are. read the last question? No, I did. The stoner boyfriend. Oh, I think okay. I did. Yeah. 
Dear Ron and Brian, a wonderful guest. I have a question that I think only you can answer. Actually, I think this could be Brian's specialty. Oh, this is going to be good then. Last year, I had a terrible, this is going to be messy is what this is. This for sure. I had a terrible breakup and had to find an apartment in a rush. I ended up sending a lease for a first floor apartment in a two apartment row house. My apartment is up, is downstairs. My neighbor, we'll call her Grimelda. Lives yes, upstairs. we will. Grimelda's Grimelda. behavior. Grimelda's behavior started mildly enough. I already love this letter writer. Me too. She immediately requested that we trade phone numbers when I moved in and informed me that she goes to bed at 10 p.m. every night. I thought, fine. That evening, I was putting together my bed. It was before 10 p.m., and all of a sudden, I heard loud stomping and doors slamming from upstairs. I checked my phone. Grimelda had texted me to be quiet, to which I responded. I was almost finished, to which she responded that should I, I should only put furniture together in the daytime. I thought, hmm. But I was very distracted by my breakup. I did not want to argue or set boundaries at that point. A couple of weeks later, I had a plumbing problem, but the only time the plumber could come, I was planning to be out of town. My landlord casually said, Grimelda can let the plumber in. No, 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 no. Wow. She had a copy of my keys without my knowledge. Outrageous. I requested the keys back, and she angrily returned them. During COVID winter, I sometimes had friends, never more than three at a time, outside in the shared backyard space around a fire pit. I always texted Grimelda to let her know when I planned to do so. She started to text me at eight and nine, telling me to tell friends to leave because she could hear us. We are all in our 30s, fairly easygoing, not loud people. She reiterated that, quote, she goes to bed at 10 p.m. and wakes up at 6 a.m. every day on the weekends, too, and there are no exceptions. One time I was exercising at 6 p.m. and Grimelda started to stomp above my head. She texted me, is everything okay? This entire row house is shaking. Oh, my God. Multiple times I've been on conference calls and she stomped above my head while I was presenting. One time I was weeding our overgrown front patch of dirt and she came outside to yell at me for weeding. There were no plants, no garden, literally just dirt and overgrown weeds. I have a designated parking spot in the back. (laughs) She put up a no parking sign (laughs) at my parking spot. Wow. I told my landlord and he told me to just take down the sign and park there. Wow, that's exciting. One morning I woke up and there was wet, smelly, trash, all over my car. See photos attached. Don't judge me for my bumper stickers. Oh my God. Oh, even, gross. Even I just saw my, the picture. Even though my tactic with her has been to not engage at all, her erratic behavior has escalated. I think she may be related to my landlord since she has lived in the place for a long time, had my keys, and seems to have some sort of connection with him. She made a miserable year even worse, and for a while I tiptoed around my apartment trying my best to avoid the stomp, stomp, stomp that set my hat a skitter. Now I just don't care anymore, and I want revenge. Something petty without consequences. I am moving out That's when my, my lease ends a couple of yes. months from now, and all I have planned is to leave the no packing sign in her mailbox when I leave. What else should I do? We can think of something better. For the sake of anonymity, please call me Cynthia. Picks on next page. What a animal Grimelda is. The no packing side is pretty That's good. genius. That is your, genius. In your space. I got to say, so far, I'm the most proud of Grimelda. I didn't know this letter was from a woman. I'm going to say that, too. Oh, it is from a woman? 
I thought it was another brandy soaked fruit, but I guess not. (laughs) (laughs) All right, listen. That better be our next t shirt. Join us on Patreon. I don't know why you wouldn't. We're going to get into this. Patreon.com slash askrana. Brandy soaked fruit is a cute t shirt. So cute. I'd wear that. All right, we're going to see what we could do. Uh, I adore you, dear. I love everyone in the carriage house. So do I. I can't wait. To answer this on Patreon, we'll see you there. Me too. See you there. Kiss, kiss. Kiss, kiss, Rana. Just announced, Brian and I will be joining the fabulous Wild Horses crew at Dynasty Typewriter live in person, pardon me. I mean, it has been years. On stage at Dynasty Typewriter in Los Angeles, May 29th, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. We can't wait. And don't worry if you're nowhere near Dynasty Typewriter. You can stream the show live at momenthouse.com. So all the info is at momenthouse.com for streaming and dynastytypewriter.com for tickets. We can't wait. The AI Social Club is now accepting members. Pardon me. Go to arsocialclub.com or arsocial.club, if you're Brian, excuse me, and sign up now for our monthly cocktail box, which comes complete with a fabulous invitation to a cocktail kiki with none other than Connor McKee, our collaborator in all things fabulous, of Fiasco BK. Have we got something fabulous in store for you? Last orders by June 1st in order to receive the June box. We can't wait to share this fabulous, exclusive, pardon me, exquisite experience with all of you. Kiss, kiss.